lines on my computer screen telling me that it wasn't recording my words. So now I know to at least look to see if the microphone is on. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't record a whole episode today before making that adjustment, but I, I'm trying to do Zumba in this same room when my neighbor's home so I don't make her mad. So I moved it out of the way and I must have shut the microwave, microwave <laughs> microphone off. Okay. All right, I have a confession to make. I, I did go and I bought coffee. So I'm like on my fourth or fifth sip of it. So that explains why I'm not completely awake. I'm only on my fourth or fifth sip. All right, here goes today's reading. It's April 23rd already. Wow. It starts off with a quote from Mark Twain. I have never let my schooling interfere with my education. Education doesn't only happen within the four walls of a classroom or school. We can learn in almost every situation at almost every moment of the day. Our teachers don't need a wall covered with framed degrees from schools or universities. In some cases, our teachers are those who have been through what we've been through. They can light the way for us. Often, they have something we don't, like serenity, that they are willing to share with us. They may teach us by being an example for us, or they may share with us how they found peace and recovery. As learners, our main task is to keep an open mind, to be willing to listen and to ask questions. Most important is our willingness to learn. The teacher usually appears when the student is ready. Today, may I be willing to listen and learn from other recovering people. May I also be willing to teach what I have learned. So one of my favorite things about all the different places I get information from. Well, I got to remember all my points here because there's a couple things I want to speak to. I know we're talking about recovery here, but this is this is so true about all the online stuff that I'm doing and the message that we get from Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi, who are, are the teachers of one of the classes, is that this is kind of the way the world is working. They want to learn from people want to learn from other people who have went through the experience. And this applies to business or recovery. So if someone, for example, I don't know, learned how to build a website, but it took them five years to figure out how to build their own website, they might pay for a course that teaches them how to build a website and they're paying to save that five years. So they're like really a big investment on time in that case. And that's what's interesting about recovery is a new person can walk in the room. And I know this because I'm guilty of this. A new person could walk in the room and there could be 400 years of clean time sitting in that room. And they could tell you what's going to happen They'll, they'll essentially, it may not be verbatim, but they know what's going to happen in your story next because they've been there. And I, I remember this specifically happening to me 
when I was in my early 20s, I was in a gambling study. I qualified, go figure, <laughs> to be researched as a problem gambler. And the good thing about that is that that was 25 years ago, 20 years ago, and they were starting to pay attention. So I'm happy about that. But anyway, one of the requirements was I had to go to a GA meet. I had to go to GA meetings. And I remember so clearly, and I tell this every single time someone under 30 comes in the rooms. I, I had to be maybe 21, 22. I can't remember exactly, but I'm in there and there was this lady and she was probably in her 40s, so about my age now. And She's sharing with the group about how she lost her 401k and, you know, how bad her finances were and all that stuff. And I can remember, and you guys know my memory really sucks and I don't remember a lot of things, but I can remember sitting there going, I ain't never going to be like her, you know, like, well, that wasn't very responsible of her, blah, 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 you know, like all these thoughts. Well, that can't happen to me. And, you know, I was already had a 401k my early 20s I'd always worked for grocery or or trucking so um fast forward to my 30s and it's funny how gamblers and addicts can manipulate something right so I would gamble you know as much money as I possibly could get my hands on and some of my money strategies were paying a little extra to the IRS so that I would get an income tax refund to pay off the bills. And there was also times when, guess what? I cashed out my 401k. But it was to pay bills. It wasn't because of gambling. At least that's what I told myself. And that's really funny because the bills wouldn't be so bad if I wasn't gambling away the bill money, right? So I share that because... If I had listened to what that lady in the room said 20-something years ago, maybe, well, I wouldn't be sitting here today with you, but maybe it would have saved me all that that loss and pain and aggravation of gambling and all the bad things that come with it. And, of course, I started with, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now, so... I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth because I still am so, I have so much gratitude for the fact I am sitting here with you because if I didn't not listen to her, I wouldn't be sitting here. But that isn't, that isn't how the story plays out for everybody. You know, I could have went the other direction. I still can, you know, I mean, my next bet could be as soon as today, you know, and, and that's pretty much where we all are is we're all just as close to the next bet even though we might not be the same distance away from our last bet. So anyway, um, yeah, so when you're in the rooms and, and you're listening to someone, listen, especially if they have time. I mean, in New York, we have some people with like double-digit clean time, and I always love listening to them share because they're just – they have 20 years of practicing, 20 years of being in those rooms and getting other people's stories. It's funny. You can almost always tell when a person's in recovery, there's like this secret language, even though it's not really secret. But we we talk in, I don't know, like a code. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, there was a lady that posted in one of the groups yesterday about 
speaking your your testimony and and coming out with your story even your story that that words that your story is in my mind associated with the rooms and and telling your story sharing your story there's just oh i know what one of the other one was i was i was in one of my other classes the teacher says progress not perfection you know and anybody in the rooms knows that that's one of our things like it's one of our things we we believe in and i guess the other point if we're talking about learning so here i am talking about these classes and learning and we can the things that we can apply in our own lives can be applied to business too or vice versa in a lot of cases so i love that and the other point that I wanted to make is <laughs> I had a couple like aha moments yesterday and I was listening to those CDs. That's another one of the things I'm doing. I got a lot of things going on. I don't know if you noticed this, but I'm trying to get better and I'm going to be able to serve you and share with you like I'm doing all the homework and I'm going to try to, you know, give you the cliff notes of everything I'm digesting. And he said just yesterday in the CD, the the line that was in here, when the student is ready to learn, the teacher will appear. And some other things he said on that CD that day was like, ah, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I hear you. You know, like I was, I might have heard the content before, but I was receiving it. Like I was ready to accept what he said and, and to take action. And that's, that's where I am right now in my life. And I'm feeling very fortunate that I'm having so much exposure to all this different messaging and that it shows up in different places. And it helps like reaffirm my beliefs, especially the universe stuff, for example. If I'm hearing about it from my meditation teacher or meditation person at the office and I'm hearing about it from business audiobooks and I'm hearing about it in recovery it's 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 the universe literally laying it out for me and telling me so if I'm getting the messages it's like that same premise of the teacher has showed up cuz I'm ready to learn and I'm in a I'm in a learn evolve kind of mode I feel like I'm scared every day that we're going to get told we can go back to work tomorrow. And I know that's horrible to say, probably from a lot of people's perspectives. And yes, I'm starting to get a little wonky about being locked up as well. However, I just see the value and the opportunity in all these hours a day that I could give to myself. Like, it's the time I can make my mind better. I can make my body better. I can make my apartment <laughs> better. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that within the next, you know, week or so, I can tell you about some of the projects that are starting to come to light. I'm, I'm making quite a dent on the website. I want to be able to talk to you guys. I want to make sure that my Facebook page is inviting and a safe spot for us to talk. So, Things like that are all part of what I'm working on and, and how the learning so that I can make this the best experience for you possible. What I what I realized last night without going into all my 
you know, detail of hunting is even though there's other gambling recovery podcasts out there, there's not a whole lot geared towards women. Um, I haven't found any other women speaking about gambling and, and maybe they're out there and I just don't know. I, I did find a couple gentlemen and actually I'm going to reach out to them and see if we can get them to be guests because the other final point I'll make about learning is one of the gentlemen had a, had a podcast and it stopped airing last year around July and he had, there were some things on his show that weren't necessarily aligned with my beliefs in recovery and it was part of, I wanted part of why I wanted to be out here and to fill a little bit of that void, you know, he had his experience and his, his thoughts. And, and actually a lot of his topics I thought were amazing. Cause I was like looking again last night, he evidently came back online in, in January after taking six months off. And like one of his show titles was something about starting off your morning and he references Hal, Hal Elrod and the Miracle Morning. And I'm a believer in that. And, and we'll actually talk about that another day. But so we are aligned, but then we have differences. And one of my biggest things, like if, if I don't succeed at anything and my mission is one of the key points I want to drive home is that it's okay that we all recover in our own ways. like method wise. I mean, we all still have to do the work. We all still need to look in the mirror. There's some baseline things I wouldn't give on if you want to have a successful recovery. However, the tools, what those tools are that you use or what those beliefs are, you know, I don't care about the God, the higher power, you know, whatever your stance is on that. I don't care if your stance is um, going to smart recovery instead of 12 step recovery. And that's part of what I want to do is share those different strategies because it doesn't matter how we get there as long as we get there. So, all right, I guess I like that reading today. That's because I'm in total learning mode and my brain is probably going to explode after quarantine because so much stuff is coming in. Uh, or maybe, maybe you're helping me because again, back to my full shit bucket if I'm letting all my extra energy or shit out whether through the podcast or anything else I have room to absorb all this new information see this stuff just makes so much sense alright beautiful people I gotta go get ready for work I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll